The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, that's Steve. Hi, everybody! Look at that, two <laughs> weeks in a row. You see how I nailed that thing? Only Woo. a few beats delay. The podcast where both of us <laughs> take a crack at your long-running relationship issues and try to solve them in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing today, Steve? I'm doing well. We are recording this on New Year's Eve, and I have big plans to be sound asleep by... 10 or 10 15 this evening i have full faith that you can hit that goal i I, th- I believe in you very little but that's one thing i think you can actually do all right for the listener question this week we do have an interesting one it's a good way to start off the new year and this is one it was Ooh. it was sent in response to one of our very earliest podcasts and it took us a while to get around to it you know so many emails and all that but here we are we're going to tackle this so here's the question right. uh thank you for this week's podcast where you guys discuss the effects of being married to someone with bpd which is borderline personality disorder i am wondering if <laughs> you can follow up with a segment on children of people with this disorder. More specifically, are there any preventative steps to take to help a three-year-old living in that situation? My husband's ex-wife has BPD and their three-year-old son lives with her. We see him some weekends and for short visits and he is clearly suffering and acting out because of it. It breaks my heart and I fear for his future. We are in family court trying to help him, but it is a long drawn out process and we feel there should be more you can do in the meantime. Thank you. All right, Steve, I'm sure this will not be a controversial topic at all, so please take it away. This is a tough one, and uh, this, by the way, is why I don't do court anymore. Like, I don't do anything that involves custody because these get nasty. I mean nasty. And, uh, boy, we haven't had a serious one in a while, so I will address this one more seriously. For a while there, we sort of became Loveline with Dr. Drew and Corolla. We had a lot of young people writing in. But this is a serious one because this one does affect lives. The answer directly to the question is <clears throat> it's, it's going to be hard. The answer is not a whole lot other than try to have very clear and firm boundaries with the child. Did they say if the child was a boy or a girl? It doesn't matter. But a son. It's a son. Son. Okay. So just have very clear boundaries with him because... He's going to be coming back and forth in two almost different universes. And it's not that borderline people are like floridly acting out all the time, but there's going to be a lot of fluidity with how his mother is handling emotional situations. So there's going to be outbursts on the part of mother. There's going to be some uh, sort of varying between talking nicely about dad because that's what people are supposed to do in the aftermath of divorce and probably spilling some vitriol and hatred toward dad because it's hard to contain that for someone with borderline if the borderline is in the active phase. So when the boy comes to your house, I would say it's going to be sort of confusing and he's going to push back against rules and boundaries. And so the the task for you is going to be, how do I maintain these boundaries? How do I say, no, you can't have cookies before dinner and uh, sort of extrapolate that to all other situations in life. And there's going to be pushback. The problem in going to court shall be that I'm guessing mom isn't going to give you a whole lot of reason, I'm sorry, isn't going to give the judge a whole lot of reason to change custody. Like for a kid to be taken away from their biological mother these days, it really does take a lot. That either the mother has to consent to it, 
And I don't think you're going for 100% custody, but even changing that 50-50 agreement is going to require some kind of deficit on the part of mother. Either she has done something that is egregiously bad, or she is not doing something that is necessary for health and safety. And uh, borderlines can keep it between the white and the yellow most of the time. They're not going to give you a lot of reason to pull the kid out of that house any more than you have to. So my guess is it's going to be an uphill battle to change the judge's mind. So in the, uh, in the meantime, do what you can to just give the kid a sense of, um, of normalcy. Just uh, you got to go to bed at 830. That's bedtime. Lights out. Turn off the Fortnite game and uh, everybody is under the sheets. We're going to have supper at six o'clock every night. You get up, you get dressed, you brush your teeth, you go to school in the morning. All of the things that are normal in life and also with regard to respect. You don't use that language in the house. You don't talk to me that way. That uh, if you can be consistent, and I tell people that are in the lives of borderlines that you have to be a flagpole driven into concrete in the ground and you don't move. Your boundaries are solid and they got to move around you and eventually adapt to it. Um, so, uh, that's about the best advice I can give, James. I don't know how helpful that is because it is a very tough situation for the child to be in. Well, I don't think anybody ever expects this to be particularly helpful. So I don't know that you really disappointed anybody there. Uh, but I, I think there's a lot to unpack here. I think, first of all, just in general, as a grandparent in the case of divorce, I mean, you're going to have a very limited role anyway. As a grandparent in a case not of divorce, you kind of have a limited role. You're the one who swoops. Wait, these aren't grandparents, James. What's that? Yeah, these, these aren't grandparents. Yeah, I thought they said they were grandparents. Let's see here. Thank you for this week's podcast. Uh, let's see here. Uh, my husband's, oh, oh, you're right. I totally misread that. Look at you paying attention to the question. So this, <laughs> this is the new, so this is stepmom who's writing in. Yes. Okay, okay, I'm with you. So as a stepmom, you do have a much bigger role, obviously. Now you're probably, uh, I'm guessing if it's like most of the custody ends up this time, she pro they probably have the kid uh, probably less than mom. That seems to be how courts traditionally break it down. Is, is it not, Steve? It's pretty close to 50-50 these days. Is it, is it close to 50-50? Well, that's, I guess that's, yeah, that's progress. Yeah, because uh, child support and any uh, palimony has to be based on percentage of time with each parent. Well, I think one thing to keep in mind here, too, is that, um, well, somebody with borderline personality disorder, and again, they, they, that, that disorder can manifest itself in many ways, uh, in many forms, um, you might be also getting a skewed perspective of how bad it is uh, from your husband, because he did just go through a divorce there. So it's possible, one, it's not as dire as you think, uh, but two, I guess not... I mean, surely um, with borderline personality disorder, especially if you're aware of your condition, I mean, surely you can be a successful parent uh, with borderline personality disorder. I mean, it's not, this is not something that CPS is going to go and find out you have borderline personality disorder and remove the child from your home. I mean, there, there are many different, uh, different kinds of parents out there with different mental states. I mean, is being, is borderline personality disorder, is that something that necessarily endangers a child or is that just an additional challenge that a parent has to overcome? No, it's not dangerous to the child, but uh, usually the danger is that the child gets sort of a skewed perspective of reality and relationships, and that's what we're trying to guard against. And maybe something we should have done before, because we, we've done this once before, but we didn't, we didn't do it here. Maybe we should have started out by defining borderline personality disorder. So can you kind of give us a general overview as it might manifest itself in this situation? Yeah, uh, yeah if you have full-blown borderline, what happens is... Uh, they are folks who fight very hard against abandonment. And so they will manipulate people around them to stay close. But at the same time, they have a hard time tolerating intimacy. So as they pull people around them close, they panic and they push people away. 
which makes them panic and then pull people close. And that kind of sine wave, uh, it, it confuses everyone around them, which is part of the power that the borderline has to keep them close because they'll always make people question their judgment, question, did I really see that right? Because I, I'm not sure that I read that right, or she or he is saying it very differently than I'm taking it. And keeping people off balance and kind of emotionally teetering is how they maintain control in those relationships to try to navigate closeness, intimacy. So you put that uh, with a child, when a child grows up with a parent like that, one of the things that can happen is they start having a lot of confusion about if they're doing the right thing or the wrong thing in relationships, and they get very anxious and tentative in relationships. And in kids, that anxiety usually comes out as anger. They'll act out. And then this is something that it, it's not all the time. It goes in kind of episodes. So somebody with borderline personality could be more, I mean, they, they, they could be very stable for periods as well, right? Or is it, or is it just yes. they're always yes. up and down? No, what they can't change is that tendency, but they can hold it together for periods of time because if someone's crazy all the time, there's no way that they're going to get into relationships. These are bouts that kind of flare up. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, you know, a, a split household is, is unstable by its very nature anyway. So these, these are challenges every parent uh, has to deal with. So it sounds like in this case, it's, it's a lot like any other situation where you have uh, a child going back and forth between two households. Uh, you know, stability is key. Don't speak badly of the other parent. You know, don't don't give them drugs and weapons and things like that. All the all the <laughs> usual basic stuff. And it's, it, it sounds like it's just something you have to work through. And uh, as with every other episode, we don't have a silver bullet to solve this all at once. But if you uh, if you are the best you can be every day and you provide that nice, safe, calm environment for them, you know, there's there's no reason you can't successfully co-parent with the other parent, uh, especially since, you know, now that your that your husband is separated from the other parent. Uh, that kind of does provide a bulwark if the uh, if the other parent is having some of those episodes of pulling people close and pushing them further away. Hopefully, the you can be the the eye in the uh, eye in the of the storm or the or the bay of safety in the storm. Whatever whatever nautical uh, analogy you want to kind of butcher in this case, you guys can be that safe haven if things do get bad. And if they aren't bad, there's no reason you can't uh, you can't co-parent as successfully as any other uh, split household. So, any closing thoughts, Steve? Yeah, uh, trust your gut that uh, if husband came out of a relationship with someone who does have borderline, his head is kind of spinning like a slot machine. So uh, his ex-wife may have little buttons installed in him that she can push and make him unsure of himself. So if you are the outsider to this system, trust your gut that if you think something ain't right, I would at least stick with that and say this probably is not right. There we have it. If you have a question you'd like to write in and have us kind of sort of not solve in 10 minutes or less, email those questions to jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's exploding unicorn with the E. And it can be any sort of relationship issue. It can be parent-child as it is in this case. It could be husband-wife, boyfriend-girlfriend, uh, child-pet. We've had it all. Send that in and we will do our best to solve your issue in 10 minutes or less. This has been James Breakwell and Steve Olivas with 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage. And that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back. <laughs>